0: Hey, podcast friends! You are listening to the Recovery Atheist podcast. Today's topic was an episode of "What Grinds My Gears." Healthcare. Enjoy. Well, hello out there, everybody in podcast nation! Uh, this is the Recovery Atheist coming live from the Women Media Studios, and I am so happy, so happy! I'm I'm truly excited. That you are able to join me today. So I've had an interesting uh, thing that's happened to me over the weekend. I got some mail on Friday. I'm going to do a what grinds my gears episode. Uh, the main reason why I'm going to do that uh, is because I- I've had something happen that is definitely, oh, it's it's grinding my gears. I'm a little upset about it. Okay, so everyone that's out there who knows me, um, who's gotten to know me well, knows that I am in recovery. Um, I am a alcoholic uh, who has been suffering from this. uh, Probably the last six years has been the worst where I've been in and out of treatment. Um, I've gone through seven treatments in the last six years, been in and out of sober living. I'm in sober living right now. Well, there's this beautiful um drug that is out there now that is being used, and it's called vivitrol. Now if you get a chance to look into that, uh, what vivitrol is, it is a blocker. It's a it's a, a, a blocker of, of uptakes to deal with alcoholism and also with opiates to help deal with cravings. And also, if I drink or use any alcohol, it blocks those centers in my brain to stop me from getting the alcoholic drunk feeling that I would get from it. The ease and comfort of having the alcohol in my system. So, because that's the case, I have been on it. It's a shot I get once a month. You can also get the pills. Uh, With my gastric bypass, I'm not able to have the pills, Um, at least not at the low dose that they were giving me because my body's not absorbing it the way I should and I was able to drink on them and it was having no effect. So they switched me over. My doctors uh, switched me over to Vivitrol because they feel it is a needed medication that I should be on. So, I've been uh, sober six months. Sober six months this past Sunday was my six month anniversary. Uh, I've been on this now for six months, Vivitrol, and it is working wonders. It is absolutely amazing, and I suggest it for anyone out there who is trying to get through alcoholism or opioid addiction. It is something that is very valuable, and it works. And the way I look at it in recovery, any kind of safeguard or defense I can have to be able to give myself more and more time underneath my belt of sobriety, I'm going to do it. Now the thing is, is I wanted this to be going on for longer than six months. I was hoping maybe to get a year out of this. And there is some people that are on it all the time that they just don't stop doing it. Um, so I got uh, a bill in the mail on Friday uh, from my my doctor, and it was uh, like twenty six hundred dollars. So I started looking at it, and I'm like, what is this? Why why am I getting a bill? And uh, it's because the last two Vivitrol shots that I, I took, um, Health Partners has decided they're not going to pay but only a portion. Uh, they're going to pay about 1400 of it, and then the rest of it is on me, which is like 1200 because they're charging 2600 instead of the 1800 that I've been told that they were charging. Now they're charging 2600 So now I have... You know, with all the hospital bill and stuff like that, like twenty four to twenty six hundred, I think it's like twenty six hundred dollars that I owe. So that being the case, I can't afford to continue on Vivitrol. So I talked to Health Partners uh, yesterday, and what Health Partners decided to say is that we feel because we know you and we just we know you better than anybody, better than yourself, better than anybody that you've had enough of it and you don't need it anymore. They're making the decision whether or not my health, my sobriety, and my chemical health is good enough or not. Um, So they're not going to pay for it. They're cutting me off. Uh, They'll pay a portion of it, but they're not going to pay for the whole thing. Um, So here I am, pissed off, because now I've got to go back to the naltrexone pills that were not working Right, so they're going to have to upgrade my melodose, uh my mil- milligrams, my dosage, uh, to be able to get it correct. But the thing that's really grinding my gears about this is why didn't they let me know this ahead of time before I went in there and got these shots when they knew I was going to get charged? They They have given me a medical bill for over a couple grand for a medication I know doesn't cost 2600 to produce. There's no way it costs that much for them to produce it. They're making a killing. So, this is what grinds my gears talking about healthcare. Now, healthcare, it serves a purpose and it is good. I'm not saying it's not. And I, I thank all the doctors and the nurses and the ambulances and the, you know, the, EMTs and all the staff that are there that are doing that and have the education and are able to do that and save our lives and help us when we're uncomfortable and not feeling well. That I completely agree with. To me, what I'm going to attack is what they call Big Pharma. Big Pharma, the pharmaceutical companies, like uh, what is the one drug, uh, Purdue drug company that Manufactures these drugs, they are making a killing. Um, I'll give an example: insulin. Insulin in this country will run you between one hundred and twenty to over two hundred dollars a month, uh, and that's with good insurance. You can go to Cuba, and it's five dollars. You can go to Mexico and get a lot of these medications that are just as good as the ones we have here, for way, way cheaper than that. Why do you think people get caught all the time coming back from the States with medications because they're going down to Mexico to get them because they're cheaper? Why do you think people are ordering online t- in, you know, to Canada to get the medications that they need to have them shipped in? It's because our system of how we deal with our medications here and what we charge, it's broken. These pharmaceutical companies are just taking this extra money, something that might cost them $10 to produce. They're sitting around charging $300 for it. Okay, what a markup that is. What a scam. What a, a way to rig it, you know, people's lives for it. Um, some of these medications are needed. I saw a commercial last night again about it. I was watching... One of my favorite shows, Sunny in Philadelphia, on on Hulu. And a commercial came up, and it shows this mom with her two kids, and she's walking through a parking lot to the pharmacy, and they're playing back what she's saying in her head. Oh, I hope it's cheap enough, and what am I going to have to move to the side to be able to get my son's medications for him? So she's all worried about it. She goes in. And up to the front, and the pharmacist is like, well, that'll be $178. Well, I can't afford that. And she turns to walk away to leave. So, I mean, in other words, if this commercial wasn't for, I think it's RX is what it's called, the, one of the prescription cards that you can get to try to save money on it, she was just going to walk away, and her kid was not going to get any medication. How, how is this right in the country that we live in when a kid needs a medication? They've got no problem with jailing people for mistreatment of their children. And and that can even go where it's picking, you know, picking, you know, like sides on that. Sometimes some of the stuff that CPS gets involved with, it's like, you know, you really need to worry about the ones really doing the issues and stay out of some of the private lives that people have. Okay, so how is this not mistreatment of children? because we make the meds so uncontrollably high in cost that they're not able to get the medications. How about the 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 senior citizens out there that need these medications? But because I mean if my dad wasn't a veteran, oh my lord, with his 20 different types of medications that he's on for his high blood pressure and cholesterol and everything else to try to stop him from having a heart attack. Um yeah, if, it, if he wasn't a veteran, how would he be paying for this? Um, the, this is questions that I really, I mean, with the election coming up in this next year, um, or, you know, or in November for this next four years, we've got some changing to do, especially when it comes to our health care. Okay, now this is why I'm going to be watching the the debates. And one of the biggest things in the debates that I want to talk about or what I want to hear talked about from the candidates is, first off, what are we going to do about COVID and getting the country back on its feet and back to, to living life normally again? And I know it's going to be a new normal, as they say. But at the same time, let's get some normalcy back. We need to feel like, you know, we've got some consistency and, and some life purpose back here. Um, two, I want to hear about what they're going to say about healthcare Because there is no way that these presidents, uh, these candidates can sit here and say that our health care is working fine. If they do, they are wrong. They are so, so wrong. And the words of Trump on that, you're wrong. You're wrong. And guess what? It's not all China's fault. China, No, it's not all China's fault on this one. We are dropping the ball when it comes to helping people in this country, and we wonder why we have so many health issues in this country. I mean, outside of the fast food, and we're one of the highest obese. I mean, look at me. I'm a big guy myself, but we're one of the highest obese countries in the world um, because of all of our saturated fats and what we eat in this country. Um, and our surplus of food that we have while people are starving and kids are are starving to death in Africa. And we're throwing away, you know, multi-million, hundreds of millions of dollars of food every year that doesn't get ate. Yeah, I'm kind of going on a tear right now. I'm kind of going a rant. I'm going in a lot of different areas. I mean, yesterday, I just... And then today on the bus, the day on the bus I'm coming in, and I I started noticing this this recently on the bus. There is a lot of people, and I don't know if you've noticed this, um, Jr., but there is a lot of people in this town that talk to themselves. There is. I mean, every time I get on a bus, there's at least one person on there that's talking to themselves. And it is a mental health condition. And I wonder are they on any medications for that or should they be on a medication for it? And if they should, is it because they can't afford it? Is it because, I mean, literally, there is people in this country that need these medications and it's not happening. Um, Something's got to change. Something's got to change with our healthcare, with the pharmaceutical companies. We can't keep. I mean, literally, my Vivitrol shot—it really costs twenty-six hundred bucks. Give me a break! Doesn't cost that much. Even if it costs them a hundred dollars each to make twenty-six hundred, that's—I'm going to do some more investigating into that because there's no way it costs the money—outrageous amounts of money—they're charging for it. So that's what's grinding my gears today. I am I am just, I'm tired. Of, it just seems like you get ahead, and financially you're getting ahead, and the minute you financially start getting ahead, someone comes along and says, oh, I want more money. I want more money. You're making more money, so I want to grab your money. Give me your money now. Well, yeah, you're representing the exact argument I believe in. Less fucking, the government and all these places want your money. Well, and that's what I'm seeing. It's, it's just like the more... The more money I make, it seems like more people come down the river, flow down the river to me to grab it from me, and I'm not making the money I want to make. That's the way it feels. It feels like people have got their hands out. Oh, he's doing well. Hand out. Come on. I need money. No, I'm not giving you a handout. I have my own issues to take care of. I have my own bills to pay. I have my own life I'm trying to build, and I'm tired of people taking it from me. And Right now, it's the government. In pharmaceutical companies. They they it's like how you already tax me, you're already garnishing my wages every single year for student loans that I'm not even using my career for anymore. That was a job that was only making thirty six thousand a year for almost a hundred thousand in debt. I mean living the dream right right i mean and you're already taking my taxes and and taking as much taxes as you're taking oh but yet we're gonna also you know drain you when it comes to pharmaceuticals for things that can make you healthy and keep you in sobriety and give you that help that you need to stay sober but all i see with it is fuck the addicts You're an addict or an alcohol, fuck you, we don't care. The Republicans, if they have it their way, we don't get treatment. We just get thrown into fucking jails and prisons, those private fucking privatized prisons that are making billions of dollars off government pockets and not giving anything back. I I just, our system is fucked, and I'm furious about it. Can you tell, Jr.? I can tell a little bit. I'm a little peed today. So yesterday I sat at home. We have an AA meeting usually on Monday nights. I said, fuck it. I laid in bed and I slept and just was pissed off all day yesterday. I didn't want to use, but I needed a self-day to myself yesterday and do some thinking. So today I woke up. I felt better. I felt refreshed. But I'm still ticked off about it, but at least I got my thoughts Together on on how I feel about it Because yesterday I just was like I just Like what the fuck Dude I'm living in a Sober living home I work a Twelve hour A twelve dollar an hour job I don't have a car I have to ride the bus Everywhere I have to budget every Fucking thing I have Twenty six hundred dollars And I'm sure the insurance company, well, that. why don't you just pay it? Yeah, why don't I just fucking pay it? Do you have those $2,600 laying around for a hospital bill? I sure held up. You don't want to pay it right now. I wouldn't pay him. I've done that before. It's like, fuck that, man. You're already making a killing off people. Yeah, I wouldn't pay it. I would just let it go. It can't affect your credit score. Well, no, and I'm not. I'm not going to deal with it. It's ridiculous. But what it can do is just... Add up more bills and I have enough of it So that's that's where I'm at today I'm a nu- I'm tired of getting bills I'm not I don't want any more bills unless I'm asking for it You know what I'm saying? I'm tired I'm tired of getting bills that come out of nowhere That I never asked for Like, like Instacart the other day Decides they're going to take $99 off my checking account For something I didn't approve And I called them up And I'm like dude I already canceled this service and he goes in oh yeah you did i don't know why they charged you took two days to get that money back youtube did the same thing to me for youtube tv 70 bucks i had already canceled it two weeks prior to that and only used it for one day and they charged me i'm like wait a minute i'm looking at the screen on the internet right now it's been canceled why are you guys charging me let's get this together here I'm tired of it. I'm tired of bills being given to me that I did not approve or say yep, that's the bill I'm gonna have. Stop sucking me dry society. I don't have any money for you. I'm barely making it as it is. and all the money I have that's left over, where does it go? right here right here in 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 Trey entertainment. And women media, this is this is where it goes. Any extra cash I have in funds, it's to build this with JR. And I, I, my swag, my shirts, and my hats, they're coming. Uh, I should have them possibly, if not at the end of this week, I'll have them at the first part of next week. So, I mean, this, this is what I'm building. And I don't have money for some stupid thing on the side that I don't need. So I have simplified, as you've talked before. JR is simplified... Drop it down, live life simple, and only get the things you need. I don't need to go over my budget and grab things that I don't need. My life is good right now. I have a home. I have a nice bed to sleep in. I have a shower and a toilet to use. I have food. I have clothing. I can wash my clothes. I have entertainment that I can have. I have good friends, and I have a studio to come to when I want to be able to get this free-flowing, beautiful content out to you people and pretty, out to my fans. pretty beautiful, man. I, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm simplifying simple. it this remember time. Remember, it was Albert Einstein's quote that we read in that one episode. A simple, a minimalist, a minimal lifestyle, uh, it breeds creativity. Correct. Or something like that. Something like that, but correct. I mean... I just today I am living life because other times that I've tried to stay sober, I just I complicate things and I do things too quickly or build things. And it's like, I don't need that. I don't need that to be happy. I am done filling the void I have in my life by filling it with things with money. Holy, that's so common in America. I know there's plenty of other things in my life that I can feel to give me joy and happiness in my life that doesn't have to spend the almighty dollar for. So today, I hope everybody out there is doing well. Thank you for letting me vent. Um I needed to today. I, I it's been a while since I did what grinds my gears and today I definitely needed to do it. Uh, I appreciate everybody out there. I don't know, JR, are we going to do a live one today? All right. So eventually we're going to be going live here me and JR and doing one together. Um. So look for that. I'll be on shortly here, probably in the next hour. So we'll probably do it. We got to figure out what else we're doing. He's messing with his his swag right now. His more love swag. So, yeah, pretty nice, pretty nice hoodies and stuff you got over there. Yeah, are they like zip up windbreakers? Yeah, bring one into me. Bring one into me right now. I want to. Okay, so this is some of the swag that's going on that More Love and and Isaac and JR have going on. Um, Pretty sweet. You got them in multiple colors. Um, You got the hats as well that they have, really cool hats. But definitely check out the website. What's the website again? www.nation.com www.morelovenation.com Check it out. They've got the swag on there. These are sweet. I'm going to get me the black hat with the heart on it uh, here in the next week. I'm going to try to do that. And then look for My Swag to be coming out as well soon. Okay. So we're, we're building it, people. And we want you to come along for the ride with us and, and join in and let us know what's going on out there in Podcast Nation. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Goodbye and peace from the Recovery Atheist. Hey again, podcast friends. Thanks for listening to the Recovery Atheist podcast. Today's topic again was an episode of Grind My Gears Healthcare. Please subscribe at my YouTube channel, The Recovery Atheist, or you can email me at therecoveryatheist@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Take me with you wherever you go by using Spotify and many other platforms on your iPhone or Android. Take me on the go when you're on the go. Be safe out there.